What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Thursday morning, December 9th, 2021. It's the Beating the Book podcast. Megapod, Gil Alexander, and crew, Mikey Palm, Todd Wishnev, and our guest who will reveal momentarily live from the D at, at uh, I should say, at downtown Las Vegas. I was about to say at Circa. Circa Sports at the D. Uh, and our road to, first of all, hello, Mikey. Good you morning. okay? Good morning. You were a little rushed coming in here. You all right? Um, yeah, I'm okay. Everything is okay. fine. Yeah. We're worried about you. No, I was I was fine. Usually okay. I'd be here so so early yeah. because I'm doing follow the money. But that's right. Not, oh, that's right. You not today, today. They had uh, they had Jason Robbins. They had Jason Robbins. They were in uh, Connecticut today. They are. Uh, Todd Wishnev from his mom. What did Jason? Wait, wait. What did Jason Robbins say? Did he say we we don't allow winners? Or no. He, he in a hard hitting interview <laughs> with Mitch and Paul. I'm sure. Um, yeah. He clarified yes. uh, after after about ten minutes of infomercial for DraftKings and his biography. He clarified that what he meant was not that they don't want winners; they don't want professionals like Billy Walters. They feel it's unethical for you to bet a line one way to move it and then come in heavy on it the other way. That's that's not the kind of people they want. Just like the people that are manipulating their stock by short selling it so that their hedge fund bunnies can buy it cheaper. <laughs> He said this. Did he say that? This quote. I just yeah. I just watched it uh, coming in or, yeah. or listened to it coming in. Huh. Interesting. The subset of Billy Walters like betters is so very small. Well, they're rampant. Yes, I was going to say. By the way, that was the voice of Todd Wishnev from his mom's cork attic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yinzer, you good, Todd? Uh, I'm doing great. We got a big pick Spark Stores game tonight. So if Yens are thinking anything about that game, Yens better uh, you know consult with your Pittsburgh store Yenzer crowd. Renounced, renounced Jew, Todd Wishnev. Uh, we are pleased to have back on the uh, show uh, two years in a row now on the Megabody. He comes on a numbers game and also on, on VEASAN. He, he all comes on a lot. Oh, everywhere. But uh, thrilled to have him on the Megapod. Not a renounced Jew. Not at all. Jeff Schwartz, everybody, from the uh, Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You podcast, Sirius XM, Fox Sports. I don't know what else you do. You do everything. How you doing, man? 
I am good. I am glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. I'm coming to Vegas at the end of the month. My wife's going to Usher concert. I am not. I'm coming to watch football and gamble. So I will be there the 30th, 31st, the 1st, the 2nd. I am pumped to come to Vegas um, and just watch sports and let my wife and her friend do whatever they want to do. Jeff, I what heard- state are you in now? Jeff, where do you live? I live in Charlotte. Oh, okay. Jeff, Jeff has. Can I can I share what you told us before that you have a commercial yeah. being a commercial being shot in his house right now for yes. to- Toyota, which apparently is a regular yes. thing. So Jeff is confined to a room doing this podcast. Well, I thought the, the Megapod was I'm part of the Toyota my, commercial. No, no. <laughs> I'm actually in my ba- I'm in my bathroom right now, so oh. that's where I'm at. I'm tucked away. You can see like there's towels and yeah, robes behind say, me. Ergo, the yeah. towels. I'm legit. Yeah, I I'm heard- legit in my bathroom. My wife's vanity is where I'm at right now. I heard Jeff on his show talk about the great time he had at Stadium Swim. We didn't even know he was there over the summer. You got to let us know when you're coming, big guy. Yeah, I was there. It was a ton of fun. We were there kind of with our Fox uh, digital gambling crew. Uh, Sammy P and Jason McIntyre, our, our producer Conrad. And, oh, my God, it was it was just a preseason game. But, like, it was so cool being up there. Um, the setting is fabulous. What was the crowd like, Jeff? Because I, I hear a lot of stuff from Mike Palm, but you never you never can really tell whether he's shilling for the company. Yeah, I'd like to know him. what you what you think about the crowd. Was it was it a incredible uh, stuff to look at crowd? Was it a little yes. bit older crowd, or was it like what was the crowd from your perspective? Was it an offensive line crowd, DB crowd? Uh, what we, was? It? We got the gist of it. Wait, wait, what's an offensive line crowd? <laughs> That's a little hefty. It's like a offensive line crowd is a little heftier crowd that you don't necessarily want to see in bathing suits whereas a db crowd is more of a uh, low fat um you know nicer to look at crowd uh we were up in one of the cabanas up top and so the view we mostly got were were the waitresses walking around and so i would say that's more of a, a db crew than an offensive yeah, that line is, crew that's and a that's different crowd with, yeah, yeah that's what we're going with it for our, our ratings <laughs> Um, but it was just like it was a weeknight, so it wasn't it wasn't wild. But I had a cigar, we had a little bit to eat. It was fantastic, kind of fun. It's a great idea. It's a really cool idea to have uh, just that big old bar outside with all the TVs. It is the uh, staple of uh, Circa. You can't throw out those DBs either, Todd. Same same sort of thing. Just shut down corners. <laughs> you cannot throw. Out. Shut down. Yeah, you like. Well, I I like a, a wide receiver diva crowd and and a, and a DB crowd. That's that's a crowd you. You're, you're looking for it. Jeff, you're I, on Friday night. I love that your wife wants to come here and see Usher. That's the best detail so far of this show. She loves Usher. Well, we've been we so she went to EDC two years ago before COVID. How old is your um, wife and, that she goes to EDC? Uh, she's 36. We wow. and we've been we were in Vegas. We saw who did we see? We went to uh, Wet Republic and saw someone. Um, and then we went to last time we were here. We went to Encore Beach Club and saw Marshmallow. <laughs> One before that was uh, wow. was um, who was it? Uh, someone famous. We went and saw. <laughs> it was a lot of fun at Wet Republic. A ton of fun. Wow, good for you, man. Yeah, the entire Vegas yeah. experience. Um, yes. All right. all right. So we have to get a few things out of the way before we get to our picks. I want to ask a question oh, before okay, we Bob, before we please please. Would Jeff be considered the most practicing Jew of the three of you? Probably so. Yes, I am a reformed Jew. Todd is a renounced former Orthodox. Do you eat on Yom Kippur, on Jeff, or do you fast on Yom Kippur? I fast. I fast. I fast on okay. Yom Kippur. By the way, okay, it's Yom so Kippur, so... by the way. My uh, Israeli mom would like you to know. Yom on Kippur. On Pesach, Jeff. Jeff, on Pesach, um, do you eat bread? No. I do not either. Okay. 
Okay, you, wow, we're still tied. Still tied. We're still tied. <laughs> we're still, this is going to be a tough one. Do you know what Shavuos is? I, sh I shot my load. That's it. That's yeah, all I done. got. <laughs> That's all I got. Wait, say it again? Do you know what Shavuos is? I don't think so. Okay, and Gil doesn't know either. We're still no, tied. No, Todd, Mikey, Todd, Todd, Todd now, now say it in a way that actual people who know Shavuot, Hebrew could understand. Shavuot, yeah. uh, Shavuot, uh, Sony Guts. We go, Todd and I go have uh, hummus at the hummus grill, and there are Sephardic Jews, and they speak Hebrew, and they only understand me. They don't know a word that Todd is saying, because he has, speaks this horrible... I'm giving him the Eastern European... I'm giving him the Eastern European... I feel like that Jewish. was a word that he butchered completely. Yes. So, yes. I'll just go with that. I mean, is Shavuot, is that what you're trying to say? I don't, I don't know Shavuot what you're trying to say Shavuot is the Israeli there. way of talking. There's also an Eastern European Jewish way of talking. That's what I was giving. Yeah, but what is it? Shavuos is a, is a holiday in in summertime with cheesecake and I mean I don't want to get into the whole thing. Cheesecake, but, uh, cheesecake. The Jews and their cheesecake. It's a big it's a big cheesecake thing and uh, yeah. whatever. Uh. It's it's when the, when the Jews bought the Torah. If you want to get I real love specific, how, I love how you don't want to get into it anymore. But we're already down this road and people if they don't care they're already tuned out. So great uh, that you wouldn't want to get into uh, the, the, no, it's okay. the we cheesecake, trying, ho we the break, cheesecake we holiday. As they're trying to break between you and Gilly for uh, Jewish as Aaron Schatz famously said Aaron Schatz also tribesman head of football outsiders yeah. I'm yes. gonna have to get used to the uh what was the word he used cadence the of the cadence show of this podcast <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he Jew comes plus, back every year plus. he still comes back uh, Gilly it's a Jew plus podcast it what is. can we do we can't, so we can't slow it down we can't slow it down fascinating to me for, he went to for, Notre for Dame Midwesterners yeah. yeah can't slow it down for Midwesterners I an Iowan who went to Notre Dame with us three. All right, so uh, let's get this stuff out of the way before we get our picks. There's a few things we got to do. One, Survivor down 23. Five uh, poor Vikings uh, selectors, including your buddy. Joe Pita. Who also won the booby prize. I Come was, on. I was saving this for uh, next oh, week sorry. on a numbers game. So, I, so Joe Pita is going to come on a numbers game on yeah. Tuesday. And he's going to describe, because I lived this through him on Tuesday. Yeah. Because uh, I went to the Raiders-Skins game, Raiders-Washington football team game. And we had dread zone in front of us. And as soon as Goff hit that touchdown pass, I just slumped in my chair for Joe, who $6 million survivor pool, Jeff, at Circa. And it started with 4,080 entries. Now there's 23 left. Joe got down to 28. So he's going to explain. Now, most gamblers are like, how do you hedge out of this? You don't hedge. Joe is a former Wall Street guy, so he did this entirely intricate thing that we're going to go through on a numbers game. And all while that happening was happening, he wins the quarterly booby. That was my tweet, though, when they lost. I said, congrats to him, and I'm sure you made money off oh, of this made, run. He right? made, I mean, a made, lot of he money. He did fine. Yeah. But most people wouldn't have made anything. Right. Um, well, I met a guy. Yeah. We met a guy after Derek and I did our hit with Femi Sunday morning that was one of the 28, and he had the Eagles. And I said, have you hedged it all yet? He, he, he said, him and his partner, this is what they do for a living. They're from California. They bet, pros, they bet sports for a living. They bought six entries together. They each put in 3,000. They had this one left. I said, have you guys hedged it all yet? He said, no. No. I'm, today, I'm my first hedge. I'm going to bet. Uh, we bet 5,000 on the Jets money line today. Yeah. In case they up, you know, beat yeah. the Eagles. So that, we'll that, get into Joe Pita. I, I'm just, I'm just yeah. giving an example of what those, yeah. what's going on out there. Yeah. So 23 left, what's that? Intrinsic value is like 200. I had it well, written down. But it's, two, it's not quite 300,000. Yeah. 
uh, the number would be do 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 do. I'll check it on my phone. But it's a it's it's a whopping number of, of the intrinsic value of the remaining twenty three, and you would think this week. By the way, here it is. Uh, everybody has Seattle available. Everybody has. Um, Everybody has, what else available? Tennessee available. 20 of 23 have the charges available. By the way, intrinsic value of the remaining is 200. I should have been prepared for this. I apologize. Do, 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 do. Pardon me, pardon me. Hold on. Da, 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 da. I know this is very exciting for all of you. Hold on. Intrinsic value, 260,869.57 cents. Now, there's also those that have the Chiefs and Buccaneers available that could possibly win an extra million should they get there. They they cannot play for the seventh million. Well, they cannot, but they, ca they, but they can. can. But they, they can. They should not, and they, they cannot, not, but they can. so that's still in play. Two of the remaining, uh, it's 21 different people, 23, because two people still have two left. Um, and then, Todd, how did we do? I did terribly last week. How did we all do last week? Last week, everybody oh, went sucked. one and yeah. two. Mm -hmm. Everybody was everybody one and two. Everybody went one and two. Me and, me and Gilly were just inches away from going two and one late in the game with the back door with Matty Ice. Of course, Matty Ice cannot come through for us. So we all go Never. one and two. So the, the, the records stay 18 and 21 for Gilly. Mikey, 18, 20 and one, a tiny bit ahead of Gil. And me, two games back in the loss column, 17 and 22. However, there is news on the teaser front as both Michael and Gilly went with the Minnesota Vikings and Jared Goff not only knocks them out, but he gives me the middle because I had the Lions money line with Minnesota plus four and a half. And I won my teaser. They lost their teasers. I now take a commanding lead in teasers. Damn it. Eight and five to Mikey six and seven and Gil's five, seven and one. I am five, seven and one in teasers. That is brutal. I'm six and seven. You know, he should also mention I came a swirling wind away from covering okay. with the from covering with the Bills so, on Monday night. Okay, okay. so let's yeah, bring... but no, the Bills was not the right side. So, what so, are you talking about? Wait a minute, hold on. You thought the Bills was the right side? Yeah, so let's bring... Dr. Bob is like 98% on the year, and he had the Bills. Okay. I'm saying watching the game. Oh, you didn't okay. think no. the, the Patriots deserve to cover that game. So let, let me bring Jeff in for this. So, okay, so yesterday on the radio... So, so I have I have Michael Lombardi on every what is it yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday on the show. I can't remember what day it is anymore. So, um, Michael. Oh, do you mean God? God? Okay. God. Oh, my fault. Yes. Yeah, Stop. Let me just tell the story. No. So I on Tuesday morning after the Bills Patriots game, I made the I guess rather controversial statement. What I was saying was, great game plan, right? We all knew that New England was going to, you know, they're, they're a run-heavy team to begin with, with the inclement weather, with the swirling winds, they're going to take even more advantage of that. Great. My statement Tuesday morning, though, was that I felt that Belichick did not play it completely optimally because I thought in the second quarter he went extreme with not throwing it even once. And so, therefore, when the wind was behind him, uh, he left open the door late for Buffalo to beat them 17-14. I even texted Todd and you guys during the game. I was like, if Buffalo comes back and wins this by a score, let's go back to that second quarter where even on that last drive in the second quarter, Buffalo gained 20 yards on first down under two minutes left. New England did. New, New England, England did. Pardon me. New England did. And he still figuratively punted on the drive. Then literally, by the way, whatever they were doing at the end of that half, both of those coaches. So... That was my point. Again, holding the one thought like, great strategy, but also 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe he got away with it was my phrase. And so Lombardi um, disagreed, which you're entitled to disagree no, with that. he didn't disagree. He violently disagreed. He violently disagreed, right? His words were he violently disagreed with me. That was the opener. And said I was wrong, right? He said I was wrong, and he violently disagrees. And then says that... Yes, Belichick played not to lose, which sounds to me like the disagreement was so violent that it's almost an agreement. <laughs> so I'm curious where you stand on that, Jeff. That was only uh, the half it, of it, by the way. Yeah, it, look, obviously, I think Bill Belichick took a little bit of joy in winning the game with three passes, right? I think yes. that, like, he, he loved that they, they, they did. But you're right. I mean, the Bills threw the ball with the wind, and they were fine. Obviously, Josh Allen has a cannon, and Mac Jones doesn't. But there were opportunities, especially – with how much they run the ball, the play action pass. Again, it worked, and I think Belichick takes a lot of pride in it working the way he wanted it to work. But yeah, if they had lost, and I had the Bills minus two and a half, so I would have loved if them if they would have scored and won that game uh, by three. But I, I, I think that what happened this year is people bash Bill Belichick so much in the offseason when Tom Brady won a Super Bowl that guys like me who love Bill Belichick and the way he coaches were so like, you guys are wrong about this. He can still coach. And now that he's doing well this season, all of us are like, see, we told you he can still coach guys. You know, part of his issue had been as a, as a, as a GM. He was not great as a general manager, but he fixed that this year, right? He brought in players that have helped him. Matthew Judon's been a great addition. Some of the guys on defense, Hunter Henry, right? Obviously drafting Mac Jones. He's always been able to coach. And so I think a lot of us are being very loud about how wrong people were about Belichick this offseason. It's an interesting point. So when it went further was then Michael uh, explained to me, even when I, so I gave a historical comparison, the 1986 NFC Championship, which you're too young probably, Jeff, to even remember, was after the Giants-Washington, was, was the Giants-Washington NFC Championship. Uh, Giants won the Super Bowl that year. It was the Gatorade on every win uh, that year, um, even though the first Gatorade was 84, but that was the year that it was every game. So it was swirling winds at the Meadowlands, 40 mile per hour yeah. plus. And Bill Parcells, to this day, he said, because I remember the game, I was watching it. And this is where sort of my blink Malcolm Gladwell thing happened the other night, why I said what I said. What Parcells did was the Giants actually deferred. Washington was with the wind in the first quarter. The Giants actually took a 7 to nothing lead in the first quarter. And Parcells says to this day, that's why we won that game, because we understood how to play it. And then we just stepped on the gas in the second, and we held back in the halftime, and we won 17 to nothing. So Lombardi said to me yesterday, and I, lo and I like Michael Lombardi, but he was very, uh, I don't know, very, very adamant in his position that I was completely wrong and he violently disagreed what he said was he goes well what you didn't understand Gil was that it was swirling winds and so uh, Belichick determined that he couldn't do anything so then my counter was exactly kind of what you said about Josh Allen there I said well then you have to concede that he must not have trusted Mac Jones completely which to me sounds yeah. like an obvious comment that apparently was very controversial, and that sort of triggered a whole other thing, which is I won't bore you with. But um, anyway, I, 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 well, I, I think it's fair to say that Belichick would prefer to to take the game out of Mac Jones's hands. I yes. mean, that's not that's not something that's he's been doing that all year, Jeff. Yeah, all year it's not a controversial so statement. Think, so I think that again, I think that there's a novelty to winning a game with just three rushing attempts, I mean, three three pass. Like he he absolutely loves. They won this way. And whether or not it was the right way to do it, the wrong way to do it, the fact is that Belichick loves that he won a game in this manner, and now Buffalo's got to come to New England. Buffalo loses this weekend, which I think they do. I think they're a full two games back 
of New England, um, they're not going to win the AFC East, it appears. Can I just say one thing? I bet the Patriots 41-1 to and 32-1 to a couple weeks ago to win the Super Bowl. I am 100% in your camp. Jeff Belichick did not forget how to coach. This is a man who won 11 games with Matt Castle at quarterback. Do you remember Matt Castle did not even start at USC? And he was able to win 11 games in the National Football League with Matt Castle at quarterback. Now, Brent Musburger, who was on this Megapod, said, I'm crazy because he did a terrible job with Cam Newton. And he's a defensive coach. He's not a... Well, I'm sorry, but I guess we're seeing right now that the, the Patriots are a different level of coaching than anybody else. And I remember reading this one time where they had this thing. They said every assistant coach has to go through every single play and tell what each player has to do on every single play. That pedantic level of detail is what separates Bill Belichick from everybody else and is what allows him to, with a rookie quarterback, put himself in a position where no one would expect him to have been at this point. Brent, Brent, did... I don't think they're... Go ahead. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl, though. So No, uh, but, no but that's fine. But but I can always hedge out, Jeff. If, if, I, if they get to the AFC Championship game, I can hedge for a lot of money. Fair enough. But yeah. I understand why Brett was like, yeah, I'm not sure about those wagers. Yeah. By the way, how about... No, no he, wasn't, he wasn't with the wagers. He was disagreeing with me that... Belichick is making Mac oh, Jones. Okay. Okay. I yeah. was saying Todd. Mac Jones is, is looks good because of the Patriots. Todd, Todd, how's your five to one ticket on Notre Dame to make the playoffs? How's that not going? Looking very good. That's it's not, not good. looking very good. By the way, it was plus no, five. Okay. I told Brent said to bet, and it I said don't bet, bet it. They're not getting in. Mikey, it was still. It, it was not a good bet. Good no, it's not a good no. bet. How about oh, how about how about I Brent? I made one good one and one bad. One. May I just say that Brent was here three weeks ago, and he was super open about his stance on all things Oakland Raiders, right? He spilled the beans on everything, and then nobody picked up on it three weeks later. He goes on JT the Brick, it says it, and every outlet is like, oh, Brett Musburger. JT the Brick <laughs> broke this story. I'm like, yeah. I'm like was, did this not happen on our <laughs> podcast? Any, no, we don't count? Anyway. That was great of Brent, though, to be as open as he Do you was. want to know whether you count or not? Did you want there me to answer is. that? There it is. No, you do not count. We do I'm not sorry. Count. Why left, Dilly? Off the post, you do not count. <laughs> Uh, okay, we should probably do best bets then, huh? Let's yeah. start with best bets. Um, three what best bets. Thursday oh, Thursday night. Your thoughts on Pitts, first of all, doesn't have to be a best bet, but just thoughts on Thursday night football tonight, Jeff. Uh, two teams that are, I, it's not a mathematical elimination game for Pittsburgh and Minnesota, but it might as well be. Pittsburgh 6-1-1 one, and one in one-score games this year, which is pretty amazing. They're 6-5-1 and one on the season, 6-1-1 one, and one in one-scores. And then Minnesota is 5-7. and seven. They've lost seven games all by a combined 28 points, each of which by one score. Uh, Minnesota by three currently. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, so the way I look at this game is Mike Tomlin, I'm trying to pull up the numbers now. Uh, he's he's fantastic against the spread as an underdog, right? We know that, obviously, especially at home. He's not at home right now, but he's, he's, he's on the road. And I, w- I look at a lot of games through my eyes as an offensive lineman, right? Who's better in the trenches? And right now, it's it's Pittsburgh, right? Minnesota's offensive line's beat up. Darisaw is probably not going to play tonight. Thielen is out as well, I believe, right? Now, Dalvin Cook might come back, but the Vikings actually play fine without him. But Pittsburgh's pass rush, guys, is going to get after Cousins the entire night. Like, I just think that you look at where where the advantage is in this game. It's the Steelers' offensive line and defensive line against the Vikings. So I, I think Pittsburgh plus three is the play here. I don't feel great about it, but that's what I would take tonight. Tom, do you think Pittsburgh's offensive line is, is good, Jeff? Because I think they're horrible. They can never get any holes for, for Najee at all. Well, part of the, part of what helps them is Ben throws the ball very quickly because he's afraid of pressure, and the Vikings just don't pressure very well. They're one of the lowest teams in the NFL in pressure rate, so we won't have to worry about the offensive line being a concern because their offensive line is better than we give them credit for. I think teams just don't respect Ben's ability to pass the ball, so they load up the box against Pittsburgh. Todd, they definitely load the box. Todd, you get Go a ahead, play. Sorry. You, you have a play here, Todd. No, I have no play. I, I mean, these are the most unpredictable teams in the NFL. Every game, it comes down to something crazy at the end. Uh, I happened to have the Ravens on the money line last week in that ridiculousness with uh, Harbaugh going for two. By the way, is Justin Tucker not the best kicker in the history of football? Wouldn't you maybe want to go to overtime with him? I don't know. Anyways, he said he had um, no corners. He said yeah, he had no corners. Don't you think that that was a close decision, though, that yeah. he shouldn't be trashed for that? Yeah. I no, could I'm see not, both I'm not sides. trashing him. Oh, I'm not trashing him. I'm just saying he was I was hoping I was hoping to go to overtime with my Ravens money line ticket. That's what I was hoping for. You were, okay, were you, weren't that, you weren't you rather hoping to convert to two? I didn't want to take that chance. I don't want to I would much rather go to overtime with the better team. But with the better team with the Mikey, with the better team, don't you want to go to overtime and the better kicker? They hadn't stopped them, they had, but they, they hadn't had, stopped them had the last two drives. They it's know the Steelers. To play. The Steelers are just terrible on offense. I know they look good in the fourth quarter. It's my team. We don't. We're not a good team. Come on, it's a joke. Where the Ravens are better. T.J. Watt disturbed that play just enough. Just, just enough. You yep. have a play on this tonight? I do. This is my third best bet. This is the game I want Let's no hear part it, of. Mikey. I want Let's over. Hear it. I want over. I want over in this game. You know why? I think there's going to be defensive scoring in this game. Okay. Over 45. Yeah, over 45. Over 44. Four and a half, over, 44 and a half, or 44? 44. All right, 44. Over 44. Look, 
They're, the Vikings are not going to be able to run the football. Jeff's right. That means they're going to have to throw the football with Cousins. They're going to make plays, and they're not going to make plays, right? They're going to get sacks and interceptions. They're also going to hit some things deep down the field. And I think that the Steelers will be able to move the ball. The, the Ravens' defense puts much more pressure on than the Vikings does. Ben's going to have time to throw the ball around there. I mean, he's going to complete some 50-50 jump balls uh, <laughs> yeah. tonight. I, I think the Vikings are in a very bad way here. I, I like the Steelers to win the game also, but I think there's going to be scoring here. I can see this game 27-24, somewhere in that range. Either way, but I really think the Steelers have the advantage, even though they're on the road on the short week. If are you he, jumping ship on Kirk Cousins, yes, your favorite fuck, guy? Fuck him. Listen, Todd, I watched wow. that. Wait a I, second. Stop the press. Mikey said something against I watched, Cousins. Let's I watched it. that whole game last week. Uh, that whole game for many reasons. Yeah. Okay, but I watched that whole game. There was only one time that there was third or seven or longer that he threw the ball beyond the sticks. Once in the entire game. Everything short, 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 and punt. They might as well punt on third down and hope for a roll with this guy. He is a joker. They paid him all this money. So you finally come around to the can't Jewish take way it. of thinking I can't about take it. I can't take it anymore. He stinks. he stinks. I hate him. You were right when Gil had the torn Achilles. You were right on the when we were on with Lombardi and you said, Mikey, 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 how can you bet on Kirk Cousins? You were right. <laughs> Gil, can I get those tennis balls back? Up? <laughs> Writhing in pain. Writhing in pain. What are you going to do with those balls? What are you going to do with those balls? My, Look, my. I just want to say, I want to tip my hat to Mikey for admitting, finally coming around, the first step in any addiction is to say that you have a problem. And he has now finally said that, that Kirk Cousins is a problem, and I, and I have to feed him, and I give him a round of applause. Great job, Mike. I'm not there on E yet. <laughs> this is so this is this is the, so as a Washington fan right this was the issue they they kept signing him to the one-year deals he bet on himself for one year worked out beautifully for him financially but this is the this is and Jeff knows this better than we do the cruelty of the NFL economic system with quarterbacks right you only win a quarterback with a guy overperforming on a rookie contract if you're a hall of fame yeah Right, and so that it's this weird middle point where these teams are forced to make nine-figure decisions. In the case of Kirk Cousins, it was eighty-four million, but now nine-figure decisions on guys that you just don't quite know yet if they're going to win you a Super Bowl. So it's like Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, like that period, and it's yeah. so difficult, right? I mean, like, it's impossible. The, the Browns are going to have to do this with Baker Mayfield, right? Are they going to are they going to pay Baker Mayfield, or are they going to they franchise him? Or, Can like, they? what do they do, right? Because, the, well, are they going to drop the quarterback? This is not the year to drop the quarterback, no, right? It's right. not the best year for that. So, did you let him play out? And what if he actually plays well next season? Like, a lot of teams are stuck in this spot, because you're exactly right. There, There's a lot of good quarterbacks in the NFL. There's not a lot of great quarterbacks that can lead to a Super Bowl. Like, that's the big difference between even like a Dak Prescott and like a Pat Mahomes, right? I think Dak's a really good quarterback, but, you know, he hasn't been able to get to that point. He hasn't played an NFC Championship game yet. Um, right. And that's – I think Dak's really good, though. This Maybe this is the year for them. I don't think it is. But um, you're exactly right. It's a lot of money, man, for these guys that are good, but probably not elite. Jeff, do, Jeff, do you think it's um, – do you agree with Stefanski scoffing at the question of playing Case Keenum at this point? I thought he should have played a couple weeks ago. I, I think Baker Mayfield is now he's off a of bye, so it might it might be a little bit different. Um, and th like this week, for example, guys, the Ravens are so injured. Like the Browns are off a of bye, they're healthier. You have to figure that Baker is a little bit healthier, right? They got some guys back in the run game. You got to think the Browns are going to win this game because the Ravens are so beat up. They can't keep. It's basically Lamar Jackson every week just trying to make 
magic out of nothing each week. But Stefanski's, I don't think Stefanski's covered a game in division yet in his time as Browns head coach. Like, there's a lot of things riding on this game. Yeah, I don't think he has if you, if you go check the numbers on that. Um, so I'm curious about this, but the Ravens are just so good. The Browns have to win this weekend. Like, they don't have a choice. If you can't beat this team with 20 guys on injured reserve, then just pack things up and get ready for next season. And this is the weirdest scheduling quirk where Cleveland played Baltimore, has a bye, yes. and then plays Baltimore again which Miami and the Jets were supposed to do last year, but it didn't materialize, obviously. By the way, back to that quarterback thing. I, I said out loud on the show, I was like, when the Rams had Jared Goff, they should be the first team to to agree to themselves. We've got everybody else in place. He's not our guy. Let's outright not pay him and redraft a quarterback. And, of course, that would have made people's heads explode, but that was the first guy. They got bailed out by the Stafford trade in the end. Uh, I said that about Baker Mayfield this offseason. I said the Browns should take should trade up for one of those quarterbacks in this draft because and take off for what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith. Yeah, these teams just don't have the onions to do it though, for, for the reasons no. for obvious reasons too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, best bets, Jeff. We start with you. We'll start with one. What do you got? Okay, so I I have I give my three best bets for my show later today on uh, on Fox Digital. Can I do a teaser for one of them? That's uh, what I have for no, because no, because we, we have a teaser, teaser of the yeah. of the week coming later, so it can only oh, be a side okay. or a total. Okay, so I'll go with uh, the Chiefs and Raiders under this weekend. Um, you know, the Chiefs have gone under, I believe, six of the last seven games. They uh, the Raiders um, offensively each week kind of uh, not quite sure. Chiefs defense is a lot better. I think the total is like forty nine somewhere around there. So give me Chiefs Raiders under. Right now. Yeah. Chiefs Raiders under. Forty eight Chiefs Raiders under for Jeff Schwartz. Michael Palm. Michael Palm. We didn't give your uh, we didn't give your full uh, credentials. Conciliary to Derek Stevens at Circus Sports, Vice President of Operations, co-host of Odds On with Amal Shaw, who will be the guest next week on this podcast. Well, wait a second. He's also the part of the on the board of the American oh, Gaming Association. On the board of the American Gaming Association. People to not have IRS tax problems unless they get a five hundred to one or some nonsense like that over twelve hundred dollars. Mikey, do you want a beverage? Yes. Wow, just thumbs up and she knows what to bring. Yeah, they know. They know, wow. depending on the day and the time, wow. what to bring. Look at that. I'm going to take the football team. Football team. Straight Mikey up. Mikey always takes my picks. Mike, Mc Mike, McCarthy. Mike McCarthy just guaranteed they're winning the game. Says, I mean, that's all the impetus I needed. We're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Well, Unquote. he's been there at, at Landover, and he there's clear views of the play clock. And it's, it's really <laughs> – look, yes. look, they're better than Dallas. I'm going to tell you this right now. I watched this game against the Saints. I downgrade Dallas a lot on that game. They were playing against a guy that had a middle finger that can't even play every down. Mallet finger. He couldn't, he couldn't throw the ball. I mean, they couldn't do anything. They had one run. They, they tried to run the ball. They couldn't run the ball. They had one run where Pollard, the, 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 you know, the linebacker took a bad angle there, and they let Pollard get free. They Dak, can't, Dak doesn't look They healthy. can't run the ball. Dak's inaccurate. He looks very inaccurate, right? He doesn't look like he wants to run it. I don't like this Kellen yeah. Moore as a play caller. I think he's a bad play caller. Really? Look at what they get the ball with five minutes up two scores, and he throws two incomplete passes and punts. He took 30 seconds off. What kind well, of what offense is yeah, this? No. This is like crystal ball. Listen, <laughs> oh, man. the football team is a better team than the Cowboys, and the football team is going to win on Sunday and land over. You're, Give you, me four and a half. You just hit Jeff. Where it's that's actual, oh, 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 Mikey, 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 I don't mean to do this to you, but most places have it at four. I'm sorry. I was going to take them too, but most places have them at four. I said they're going to win, so what do I care? Give me the four. Okay, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just giving it to you for the right grades. That's all. By the way, Jeff, Oregon and Oklahoma, who you got? Bowl game. 
Nobody. You should not wager on this game. There, there are two interim coaches with like half their staffs gone. Why would you? Right. So you in game extent? In game. Right. So Jeff, you in game. In-game what? Yeah. Oregon might Those... Oregon might start Anthony Brown and play their all freshmen the rest of the game. How can you in game? You have no idea who's playing that game and what how much they're going to play. That's a that's a that's a very acceptable answer. But I, I do like the. <laughs> you, should absolutely you have a better chance than pre gaming it. That's for well, sure. Well, you know, in game for college. If you. If you if, I'll say, if you want to take a Pac-12 game, take Utah plus the points in the Rose Bowl. Hmm. All right. Utah plus the points. Todd, what's your first pick? Todd. Okay. Um, I Todd, like how did it go when your when your mom gonna... was out of town? How did it go? No one broke into the house. Uh, everything everything okay? was able. Everything was able to be held down to uh, acceptable levels, and uh, you know, it was all good. The mail was taken in properly. It was all good. Did you have enough um, cereal in the house that you were fed properly? I don't. I don't. I don't eat cereal, Gil. Oh, but just um, you know. I, I, oh, the now mocking, he's upset the mocking, about it. The mocking part kosher. of our, the mar, the mocking part of our megapod is now over, Gilly. Thank you. Oh, the portion. I'm um, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Yes, yes. Did you say cork yes. attic yet? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Yes, I just yes, want to make sure because yes. that really bothers some people. It really does. <laughs> Why do you have to say where Todd is? <laughs> sorry. Apologies. Are we done? Are we done, Gilly? We're done. Sorry. Okay. Can we move on to some real meat and potatoes football talk for a moment? Thank you. Um, I would like to take. The New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm going to take plus five, unless you guys are going to get five and a half. Mike, can I have five and a half or five? Speaking no, of it's your, five. Speaking it's to five. your mic, Todd. It's five, Todd. I am. What happened? We can't hear you all of a sudden, Todd. Get that mic right up in your mouth. Come it's on. Probably, it's probably better that way. Probably. <laughs> His mother's making a long-distance phone call. His We're mom, all done here That's now. right. His, mom, <laughs> his mom's making a collect call somewhere. Uh, can you guys hear me now? Okay, are you done? Your I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Oh, uh, yes. We can hear you now. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. The hysterics now that everybody's had a great time. Wow. Okay. The New York Jets, uh, I want to take them because they're going against Taysom Hill. I don't think this guy is a quarterback in the National Football League. I watched the game against the other day. I mean, come on. This is not a quarterback in the NFL. I'm sorry. You want to bring him in inside the five-yard line for some trickaroo nonsense? That's fine. He's not an every-down quarterback. You're giving the Jets now five points against a team that is not good on offense. The Jets, you know, they did beat Cincinnati at home. Sooner or later, they're going to they're gonna rise up and keep one of these games close. I think this might be the week. Five points is a lot of points to be giving on the road when your quarterback is not a National Football League quarterback. So give me the plus five with the Jets. Thank you. Alvin Kamara will play for the Saints in this game. Uh, well, is he playing quarterback? He should play quarterback because the other guy stinks. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, the uh, the Taysom Hill thing, we were talking about quarterback contracts where they have to make a decision on big, you know, huge multi-year deals for these guys. What's the what's the deal with the Saints outbidding themselves for Taysom Hill? I, like. I think Taysom Hill might have nude pictures of Sean Payton because I I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> and Jeff, like, what would be what, what what would be the problem with that again? Now, I'm just kidding. Why Taysom Hill's getting all that money? <laughs> I mean, it's like I think, just think like I'm just jealous that I, I didn't have nude pictures of my coach. We paid a lot more. Yeah, my, it's it's amazing. My uh, my first play is the bu- is excuse me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying the. Ooh, we're gonna be up, oh Gilly, I oh, love it. Oh, is it three or three and a half? 
Uh, I believe it's three and a half most places. What do you have? Uh, I have three and a half most places. All right, three and a half by the time we did this show. Um, I don't see how Buffalo turns around quickly here and is competitive. I won't say competitive, but I don't think I don't see how they keep it this close against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, that game against Atlanta, by the way, even though we only lost the cover by a score, that pick six at the end of the first half was just utter yeah. nonsense by Tampa Bay. That should have been a blowout. And we weren't even close to winning that, really. Tampa Bay is about as solid of a team uh, as we're getting here. Arizona, you know, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. I think those are the three best teams in the NFC. Maybe the NFL, quite frankly, because everybody else has a little flaw right now. Though I love Tennessee at full strength and though I love Indianapolis. But I, I, think, um, I think those are the three best teams right now. And I think Tampa Bay is just as solid as they come. And I think the Bills, listen, if if... I know Tampa Bay is not built like New England. New England, in some respects, is built to beat Buffalo, so it's not a fair comparison. But I'll take my chances with Tom Brady figuring out that defense. Thank you very much. If the Bills can, if the Patriots can just do the Rigo drill, right, what, what Washington used to do in the 80s and say, here's our one back, we're running it at you, try to stop us. I think Tom Brady can figure his way around a defense like that. Um, and I just think uh, I just think that line is, is low, and I'm taking Tampa Bay. Minus three and a half. I... My sec I'll go and show my second pick right now because I was going to wait till do Tampa till the end. But I'm with you on Tampa Bay here. Um, I think part of it with with Buffalo is there's just been a lot of offensive regression this year. They haven't been able to fix a lot of their issues, mostly because their offensive line is not as good as it was last year. And Josh Allen's back to being erratic. And when you play Tampa Bay's defense, yeah, their secondary is a little beat up right now. But that that defensive line, especially with Vita Vea back, is really elite. Yes. And teams have trouble moving the ball on Tampa Bay, especially if you have an erratic quarterback. On the flip side, the most underappreciated unit in the NFL is Tampa Bay's offensive line. They're number one in the NFL in adjusted line yards, according to Football Outsiders. They're number one in the NFL in, pr in pressure rate, basically allowing the least amount of pressure on the quarterback in the NFL. They're an elite unit, guys. And right now what they're doing is exactly what they did at the, at the back half of last season, right? They're winning and covering games. They look like a machine right now. Boom, boom, boom. Also, Buffalo now is going from cold weather to warm weather. I always thought that was very difficult to do at the end of the season. I like Tampa here. I got him at minus three, but three and a half I'll take anyways. Todd, point counterboy. By the way, Vita Vea is so nimble for his size. It's unbelievable if you watch film on yes. him. It's incredible. What's the uh, counter to this, Todd? You on Buffalo? I'm, I'm, I want to take Buffalo plus three and a half. Um, I I just think that, uh, you know, I know that the, the Bucks have looked amazing oh. the last three weeks. They crushed the Giants. They beat in Indianapolis. They crushed Atlanta. But they also lost to Taylor Heineke. Does anybody remember a 10-minute drive by Taylor Heineke at the end of the game against the team? I mean, Woofties, the, the WFTs drove it right down their throats at the end of the game. I don't think Tampa Bay is this juggernaut. Vita, uh, I know Vita was out by then, by the way. It should be pointed okay, out. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Look I, I, look, I agree. Tampa Bay is a great team. But Buffalo is almost a Super Bowl contender. So if you're giving me that, that hook, I want to take Buffalo. Bust the three and a half. I think Buffalo is in the NFL. I like to go against teams that have had a little nice positive run with a team that has had a little bit of a negative run because there's it seems to always be a regression to the mean in the NFL. So I'd like uh, Buffalo plus three and a half. You really think Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender at this point? Well, I mean, I, I don't know about Super. They're definitely in the top three in the AFC, aren't they? Who who who's better than them in the AFC besides you know maybe the Chiefs and the Patriots? Who's who's really that much better than? Them? Tennessee at full Jeez. strength. 
Yeah, I said the Chiefs and I said besides the Chiefs Colts. and maybe the Patriots. Tennessee at full strength. The Colts. The Colts. Okay. The Colts. But, they're, but they're in they're in the conversation. You you can't the just throw them out the of the conversation. Jeff, explain, Jeff, explain to me how you can run the ball against an eight and a nine man box like the Patriots did on Monday night. Well, so on the touchdown run, the Bills just didn't didn't fill that run right from their defense. Or the safety overran. It was a toss, right? And he thought the ball was going outside. The linebacker forced it back inside. Harris made a great cut and just and it was really well blocked inside by the right guard. Um, and uh, and the right tackle, and he just cut it back, and the safety, I think, just ran. You watch him, he just ran right out the play, and then just, I mean, it wasn't like they had a, a bunch of efficient runs. They just kind of grinded it out, right? They ran left, they ran right, they ran inside, they ran outside, and they just did But how are they able to get, and, Jeff, how, how are they able to get five and six yards of carry <laughs> when, when they're loading in the box? Most teams can't do that in the NFL. It, well, I, I I think for a while, Buffalo just kind of thought they were going to eventually not do it anymore. And then if you notice in the last couple of drives, their linebackers just started running through. They're like, screw this. Play action pass is not going to happen. I, I think they just kept thinking like, there's no way you're going to keep doing this to us. They're going to eventually throw the ball. In the last couple of drives, Matt Milano just started running right through because they realized they weren't going to throw the ball at all. This was the beauty of being raised on the Hogs in the 80s. One back... He's getting the ball. The entire stadium knows John Riggins is getting the ball. The defense is is can't do a damn thing about it. Get Joe Jacoby in the Hall of Fame. I, I, part of it, too, when you run against eight and nine-man boxes is you're always going to have one free guy on defense. And that free guy has to make the tackle. So you you know, you put your running backs like Harris did on that long run. It's him against a safety. If you block everyone up properly, if you count up right and you and you do your job, there's always one free guy. And that's gone away in the NFL because why would you run into a free guy? I mean, there were so many times in my early in my career, 2008, 9, 10, when like the free guy just made the play and it was like, oh, okay, well, I guess he just made a play. Now offenses don't run the ball into the free guys. They, you know, they RPO in. So this was kind of an old school style of running the football in that game. Yeah, by the way, we, we didn't even mention at the top when I was going through all of Jeff's, all the things that he does media-wise. For those who don't know, Jeff played in the National Football League, was an offensive lineman for the better yes. part of a decade. <laughs> for four We should probably point that out at the beginning. What position did you play, Jeff? Did you play guard or tackle? Both. Both. What did you Excuse me? What did you prefer, guard or tackle? Oh, guard, by far, right guard. Why? Yeah. Um, at tackle, I was on the island too much. I'm not very patient. So guard, I, I like to get my work done as quickly as possible. And so the guy was typically right in front of me. But I knew, like, my time in the NFL was getting a little bit a little bit long when those three techniques kind of moved a little bit further away from me. Um, you know, now that I'm so wide, I, I hate it. I didn't want to play tackle anymore. So I don't know how I would do playing football now. But um, I loved early part of my career, man. I'm huge, you know. Just like run, I, guys just would run into me, and I loved it. Now they try to run around you, Jeff. I, what did you play at? What was your What was your height and weight in, in, uh, in uh, NFL? Six, like six, six and a half, three forty. Six, six and a half, three forty, man. Yeah. Jeff, I'm sensing a theme. You like to have your work as an offensive lineman done quickly, and you also said uh, you like working from home, not necessarily a coach uh, in the future. I'm yeah, I, who who who. 10 hour, like 10, 12 <laughs> college coaching. We have to convince high school kids to like you. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Jeff, how many calories, how many calories a day did you have to eat to stay 340? Oh, Everyone asked me this question. I have no idea. I've been this big like since I was 18 years old. I just eat food. I have no idea how many calories. That's probably why I'm still big now. <laughs> Jeff, so what do you weigh now? What do you weigh now? About the same. About the same. Other 
he, my all-time high is 344.5. People either gain a bunch of weight or lose a bunch of weight when they're done playing linemen. Like, very few just like me just like stay the exact same weight. Yeah, we see a lot of those offensive linemen. They're a shell of their former selves. Todd is not six, six and a half, but he is at the net. I was going to say. He's 11 feet taller than that. When he goes net. to the net in tennis, he's 10 feet tall. <laughs> Like, how do I get this? No, the most I ever weighed, the most I ever weighed was, I, I'm six foot one. The most I ever weighed was 344 pounds in June of 2012. Wow. I'm currently 284 and going the wrong way fast. Oh, no. Don't do that. It's football season, man. It's, it's You just watch football and eat this time of year. I get it. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big problem. Jeff's brother, Mitch. Um, I, don't know, also, I don't know how you, I don't know how you, I, I don't know how, Todd, I don't know how you volume gamble in like college basketball. It's incredible. Oh, it's the greatest! Like it's the tweet, greatest! Man. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever! Last year, I went about four hundred and three hundred, and a lot of those plays I put on Twitter. The the because here's the thing, Jeff. No one's really studying the first half box scores properly, and they don't realize that pace has a tremendous uh, a, a tremendous determinant in over under bets. Why why is that a stir? <laughs> I'm sorry. The idea of you studying like the first half box score of like Monmouth and like Oh, Hudson. it's fantastic though. There's gems in there. Like yesterday, Drake. I believe Drake you. Is, I believe you. Drake I just don't have time up. in my life for that. Oh, it's fun. So much fun. The best thing. Mikey, isn't Drake from Iowa? Yeah, Des Moines. Drake, Drake? Des Moines. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, last night, Drake, first half, the game was playing way too fast. I took the over second half, easy over against Omaha. So funny you bring up Monmouth. My uh, ex, so my, my, what I used to call my nephew, but when I was married, right? Um, he plays football at Monmouth. You know, with these NIL stuff, so all these guys are getting all these deals. So he plays at FCS school in Monmouth. And I'm like, are you like, fat, are you modeling clothes now? What's your story? He goes, well, I figured I'd just call, I wear these people's clothes anyway. So I called them up and I said, hey, I'll, I'll, wear, your sh I'll wear your shit. And they send him clothes now all this time, all these college. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Can I get an NIL deal? You I'd cannot like to get an NIL. Deal. You cannot. Uh, by the way, Iowa, Iowa State tonight, Jeff. Iowa, Iowa State has to go up. Iowa can't ever go up. The women's game was like no defense. The women's you game. You know what, Mike? What is talk. it, Mikey? Go ahead. The, the women's Sorry. game was last night. Iowa, Iowa State, and Iowa State. Both top fifteen teams in Iowa State beat them for the first time in seven years. It was a big. Okay, but tonight the Iowa game is going over because Iowa is the, my most favorite over team in college basketball. They play zero defense and they're tremendous on offense. They're like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from a couple Todd, years ago. Todd said he went 400 and 300 last year yeah. in college basketball. Greg wow. Peterson had the same record one Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Mikey, you can you can watch. Look at my Twitter. Probably three or 400 of the plays are on Twitter. And they're not Greg Peterson-type plays where the line is shaved. I believe you. I don't, I have, believe you. I don't have time to read your Twitter when I'm live betting, Todd. <laughs> Was it, was it annoying you when Todd was interrupting you there four times? Uh, yeah. why, why do I let myself get upset is uh, what I uh, say. Remember, whatever Look, he has to say. If you're going to filibuster like you're doing right now, if you're going to filibuster, you're going to get to interrupt it. Sorry. As, as long as you understand, whatever he has to say is more important than what you have to say, I think it's good. I tried Look, to, Mitch I tried McConnell, to, let's move on. Mitch I tried McConnell. to tell him my Lombardi story yesterday, and how many times did you interrupt me while I was screaming at him in the car? I was like, could you let no, me? No, because you don't answer. Yeah, and then I let you talk, and you forgot where you were going. Yeah, because you, you interrupted that? me five times. Because you interrupted me five times. Can't remember where I was. This kid. All right. Oh, is Can it your turn? Number two. Number I two. Gave, yeah, I gave my three, but this will be my last pick. Wait, you gave your three? Yeah, I said Pittsburgh no, over two. was Mike my third one. Oh, okay. My number, third pick. Yeah, my so second number. pick is the Monday night game. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I think the Arizona Cardinals sweep the Rams in the season series. I'm going to lay the two and a half points. In fact, I can't decide who's the best team in the NFC right now. I don't know. It's Packers, it's Bucks, it's Arizona. They're all right there, and then there's a big drop-off, in my opinion. I think so, too. I, I just think it's down to three right now. Betting market agrees, though. But this well. Arizona's very balanced. I mean, the, deep, the defense can put pressure on you. I like what they do. Chicago's a tough place to go in and play in bad weather, and they played well on both sides of the ball there. I mean, they kept it going with Colt McCoy, a quarterback, or two wins in three weeks. This is a very solid team. I worry a little bit about Kingsbury in the playoffs. Uh, and his managing of the game, but they're right there with anybody here. The Rams, I'm down on the Rams. Me I don't too. They beat a high school team last week. Who cares in Jacksonville? I still haven't seen Matt Stafford play good in six weeks, so play well in six weeks. I'm with yeah. the Cardinals. Six years. Here. How about six years? I, I feel like the Rams are the team that makes the playoffs and then just gets smoked. Oh. <laughs> it's all great on paper. It's like the early 2000s skins when they had uh, – Bruce Smith and Deion Sanders five years past their prime. I just feel like it's it's yeah. Number two. Billy, you didn't give your second. You didn't give no, your second pick. He has not. That yet. is correct. It is my turn, Todd. That's how this works. Number two for me. Number two for me will be where to go. That's my whole music. Oh, I'm also on Washington. I'm Washington plus four. I'm on. I'm on the uh, DC Skins, baby. Uh, going for their fifth in a row. The issue though here is. By the way, for those wondering, Ryan Fitzpatrick out for the year. I know you were very curious. Um, Curtis Samuel has not really made a contribution either. He's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, snap count, he's still a little banged up. That's not good. Logan Thomas is out for probably the rest of the regular season, uh, if not the rest of the whole season. That's huge also. That's a good safety net for Taylor Heineke to have Logan Thomas. So that's the negative with Washington. So they go back to how they were before with Terry McLaurin being most of the offense and hoping to get something from Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin unstoppable. And Taylor Heideke's got to make just enough plays. But that you know, defense. You know, I said on my show that I think Terry McLaurin is a top five wide receiver. And I'm all laughed at unstoppable. me. Unstoppable. He laughed at me. He says he's not close to the top five. He's top ten. I don't know if he's top five. There's some really good receivers. I don't know. I, I yeah. to my eye, he's yeah. as good as there is. I mean, he's the great. guy is, is tremendous. He's, he's their whole team. He is. Their so whole think team. about that. There's yeah. no other options really. Great kid too. 
But the defense, Washington's defense is different. When Chase Young went out, and I love Chase Young, Chase Young went out for the season. But I said, this reminds me of LeVar Arrington, right? Uh -huh. Great individual talents who just couldn't help themselves from freelancing. And Chase Young yeah. just always kind of, he just goes up field, right? He's never doing that. And I think Chase Young is smart enough to, unlike LeVar Arrington was, Chase Young can figure this out. But they're actually better without him right now. And that has shown. Montez Sweat not going to be here. He now has COVID too. So he's, he's not back. He was supposed to be. But that defense is playing much, much better. And I agree with everything Mikey said about Dallas, which is also that Dak doesn't look right. He doesn't look like he wants to run, which is a huge dimension, I think, for yeah. them. He, he just wants to throw it at, at all costs. Jerry Jones and that whole Cowboys brass is still playing Zeke Elliott's contract where they're like, we got to fulfill this contract. We got to give him the ball and not give it to Pollard uh, with a really bad percentage. But Amari Cooper's a big deal, and we'll see if he's on another pitch count with Dallas. But give me the four points. I'll take Washington here, hopefully to win outright and make this a division race, but I'll take the four points in Washington. Were you impressed being at the game like with, with Washington on Sunday? I was. I think, I mean, the Raiders without Waller is so difficult, though. Yeah. You know, but but I, I would love it. That was, what a great experience, by the way. You've been to a game at the Legion? I have not. I'm we, gonna, I'll be at the BYU-Notre Dame game in October. Oh, nice. That's going to be my first experience. It was awesome, and we had the red zone right in front of us. It was very cool. We have actually, for the Las Vegas Bowl, because we're a sponsor and we paid a lot of money to get TV, we actually have like 30 sideline passes. Do I you might, really? If I can go on that day, if I'm free on that night, the 30th, oh. I'd like to go and be on the sideline. for. That would be very nice. It, 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 might be, it might be one of the better Vegas Bowls. It's Arizona State, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Normally that game is is like Pac-12, 8, and, and Mountain West number 1. And like Pac-12 gets their butts whooped. But yeah. this is a pretty good game. You're a bit yeah, the contract now, Jeff, is it rotates Pac-12, 4 against Big Ten, 4, SEC, 4. I, every other year. It's much better. Yeah, yeah, much better. Much better now. There, there are things about Jeff that I keep forgetting to mention as the show goes on. I'm, I'm reminded of it. Your record in Pac-12 games this year, Jeff, was what? Yeah. 31 and 12. 31 and 12. So the man knows yeah. of what he speaks. Yeah. He doesn't know Shavuos, though. He doesn't know Shavuos. Neither do because I. Because it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not even in Hebrew. I don't even know what language it is. Well, <laughs> Shavuot, Shavuot, that is Hebrew. It is not Hebrew. It's Shavuot. Shavuot. And Shavuot is not in the Pac-12. So how should he know? Yeah, exactly. Bingo. Done. Cheesecake exactly in, right. Cheesecake in the Pac-12. You don't, you don't hear about ASU at Shavuot. That doesn't happen. So how should he know? <laughs> Num number three, Jeff, what do you got? Last one. Uh, I like the Niners here plus the point and a half. I, th I think that's what it's at now. Um, you know, they're, they're seventh in DVOA. The Bengals are 18th. And whenever we think the Bengals are actually good, they get their butts whooped. Like they kind of have this thing where they're just not ready for the, for the limelight yet. I think the Niners are going to go into Cincinnati and just handle their business. Shanahan is great. I think 60% against the spread after a loss. Um, and so give me the Niners here plus the point and a half. I think they win in this game. They're, they're, actually, the minus, they're actually minus one. I don't think it's going to change your opinion. Wait, they you moved to minus one? one? Yeah. Does that mean Debo's playing? Is that why it moved? Do we know? I don't know. I'm just looking. They're either one or one and a half oh, wow. uh, Niners. Okay. Well, that, that moved a lot from even yesterday when I wrote this down. I'll take it. Okay. Buys a point and a half. I'm in. Okay. Boy, Jimmy G was rough the other day against Seattle, wasn't he? Oof. Yeah, when is he that's what you, you, you get with him, though, right? It's just yeah. up and down. Oh, what, what the hell was Bozo the Carroll doing not taking the field goal when you're up by seven with four minutes to go? What was wrong? What's he doing? Well, I mean, he I made would... it, but then they fumbled. I mean, it was just, yeah, I don't yeah. know. See, I was, I was 
I didn't notice. You that. weren't there. Yeah. You were at the game. Yeah. That game had the feel, the emotion on the sidelines, like it was that NFC Championship yeah. game again. Both sidelines were. I mean, there was. It was a crazy game with a lot of things well, that went and on. San but. Francisco forced two turnovers at the goal line, right? Yeah. So it could have right. been much, much worse. That I did. See I had that. a huge bet on the, the game landing odd because it was thirty oh, to God. twenty-three. I feel bad. And, for and in, the, in the fourth quarter, it was thirty to twenty-three, and I was thinking, well, it's got to be odd, right? Because even if they tie at thirty all, it's going to yeah. end thirty-three thirty, yeah. right? So that stays odd. But then the only way you could really lose there. As if they had the uh, overtime and it went 36-30. But it was a good bet, Mike. You can laugh at me all you want. It was a great bet. When Jason Robbins finds out you're betting even and odd, you're out. Uh, excuse me, Mike. <laughs> it is, obviously, they have it up there. They have it up there for a reason. They want people to bet it. It's not like What's it's the circle. Juice? Where What's the juice? It? Circle will take all comers. Of what, course juice? what juice did you lay on the odd, Todd, on that game? I think it was minus 115. Very good. Let me ask you a question. Uh, let me ask you a question about uh, Circa. Do you think you guys are too too mouthy on social? Oh, I lost. What happened? What would you say, Gail? I, I lost my oh, thing. I said, do you, guys, do you think you guys are too mouthy on, on social? Um, can you hear me? Mouthy I can hear you. Way. Oh, Lord. Uh, I think, the, the uh, yes. What are you saying, Todd? You mean mouthy is in that that they're the greatest and everyone else is terrible? In 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 yeah, not in so many words. Yes. Uh oh. What's is, that, is, that, is that what social media is? Yeah, but <laughs> but you want your business doing that, I guess. Call Jason. I need to. I can't oh, hear yeah. them. Hey Jason, we gotta we gotta we gotta mic check on Mike Palm. Mike Palm was so flustered. So I'll answer question. your question if no one else is speaking. I can't hear if yes. they are or not. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I would like some of us to be less mouthy. Thank you. Because it's uh, okay. It's a, it's a glass house, right? Yeah. There's going to be things that we're not good at, things that right. we mess up on, things that. And For example, I don't, I don't need. Now I don't know if we need to be called cockroaches, as one somebody yeah. said. Somebody's not me. Todd, 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 stop for one second. Let him finish. Now go. Yes. What? Todd? Ask him because I don't know if you can hear me. Ask him if they even have. What's their in-game situation now? Do they even have in-game? He said, "What's your in-game situation?" He said, "What's your in-game situation?" He asked. My in-game one. With your in-game situation. Circa. Circa, yeah. All NFL games and the, the major college game, Like in each window for major college football, we'll book four games in each window. Nine, one. Okay, that's like not that. too bad. Okay. Uh, Jason? I can't hear them. I want to hear Jeff. I don't care about Todd. There we go. Oh, yeah, Thank you, man. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. it. Very All nice. Right. Mike, check coming for a cleanup on Okay, I can hear Gil Mike. now. There you go. Wonderful. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, so Jeff gave his third, which means it's your turn, Mike. Me no, I already you. gave no, Mike. Mike, oh, Mike gave Pittsburgh three. over. Your turn, Todd. Okay. I was going to go with. Yeah, Pittsburgh yeah, over was Pittsburgh. my third. Yeah. Remember, he jumped early. He jumped yeah. the line on yes, Thursday night. Well, because it was the, Thursday uh, night. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Mikey, you're the best. We all love you. It's fantastic. Okay. Now, here's the third one. Um, <laughs> I would like to take, I was going to take WFT, but I do know, Oof. that was my first thing I even wrote down. Oof. I do know that every time me, you, and Mike pick the same game, yeah. we never, ever, ever win. Never. On top of that, I need some game theory here because if I'm behind you guys, I can't be picking the same game as you if I'm going to make the brown. So I am going to get rid of my WFT pick, and I'm going to go with my tried and true the one and only, the one who never usually lets me down, and that is the under in Florida, in Jacksonville Jaguars. They're not Miami, but I'll sing anyway. Jacksonville Jaguars can't score. Give me the under, under 43 and a half. 
Uh, I'll take under 43 and a half with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think I've made it clear my opinion on their offense pretty much every single week uh, for the last 8 million weeks in a row. Uh, this team cannot get the ball in the end zone. I expect them not to be able to get the ball in the end zone again against the Titans. I believe I picked it almost exactly right last week, 38-7 or something like that. I think this will be the, the same typical scenario. The Titans are still, they still don't have all their offense. So I'm looking 31 for them. Jacksonville gets 10. I believe that adds up to 41. Give me under 43 and a half in the Jacksonville Jaguars game. All right, my number three was going to be the Atlanta Falcons. It was earlier in the week, but now it's two and a half, so it's not the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, you don't learn your lesson with that, Lanny really, Ryan. We got to stay away from him. Really He's like don't. Philly Rivers. He loves burning money. Don't touch Matty Ice. Hate to do this, Mike, but I'm also taking Arizona as my number three. Arizona, ah. Yeah. I just, Arizona crushed the Rams mm. earlier this year in L.A. Crushed them. And I think that, that was one of the funnier, or not funnier, but one of the, the results early in the year where we all kind of looked up and like, wow, how did that happen? Because we all saw, thought so highly of the Rams and not so highly of the Cardinals. I see no reason to go off this. I want to be on Kyler Murray's side here. It looks like he's a go. Looks like uh, he's back uh, for this. Well, he was already back. Um, but looks like everything's intact. DeAndre as well. I don't think the Rams are a very good football team right now. I don't think highly of Stafford. I like Arizona. Number three. Okay, right. that means, Mike, you and Gil, the only way you could, you guys could even uh, change spots is if Tampa Bay covers and the and under comes in, in the Vikings because you both have two of the same picks. You like that, don't you? There's no, I'm just, there's, I'm just there's like mentioning. Eight weeks to go. That's right. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Game us already. But, where, but, but, but. Yeah. That's the only way that anything can happen. But in the teasers, he's has a mathematically <laughs> insurmountable lead. Insurmountable. <laughs> All right. Teaser, well. teaser of the week. <laughs> Two-leg, six-point teaser of the week. Jeff. Um, I'm going with Seattle and Green Bay. Uh, Davis Mills is starting for the Texans. He's 0-6 so far this season, and they've uh, lost less than – they've lost one game by three and the other one by double digits. I'm not really sold on Seattle, but I'm fairly certain the Texans are in complete take mode, right? They just – what, they cut one of their better players this past week. They keep on doing things like that. So I'll take Seattle. The other leg – I'm going to pull up my numbers here, but their leg is, is the Packers at home against the Bears. How about this? Matt LaFleur, 5-0 against the spread against the Bears. Um, Rodgers covers 65% of his home games. He's 24-12 against the spread in, in division at home. He's 5-0 against the, against the spread versus the North off a of bye. The Bears season is over. Like, give me them under, what, 12.5, 12 right now? Six so and a half. Under touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, so give yeah. me under touchdown. I'll take Packers and Seahawks. You know, uh, the uh, Texans, first of all, how bad are the Texans that Seattle's an eight-point road favorite? It's ridiculous. Exactly, right? Yeah. Mac, Mac Jones, three forward passes, two completed for 19 yards, had a better total QBR, 4.3, than Terod Taylor did last week, who ended yes. up with a 2.7 total QBR. <laughs> yes. God. Yes. By the way, Gilly, are you I... coming around on the Patriots? Because you, 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 you poo-pooed me many weeks now. Are you... I'm wondering if you're getting to the point where you're starting to maybe become a bit of a believer, or are you still poo-pooing the pit Well, again, again, let's hold two thoughts in our heads at the same time. <laughs> I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, right? But, like, I'm not in the camp. I was never in the camp that, oh, Bill Belichick forgot to coach. I mean, I, I think the Patriots are a good football team. But, like, let's see what happens in January if they fall behind in a playoff game and they have to rely on a passing game. I mean – 
uh, I, I'd fade them, right? Like, I think that's their Achilles. All these teams are flawed. Has, has your opinion changed in the last, say, four weeks from where you were four weeks ago, or are you still pretty much the same spot? I'm still pretty much the same spot. Get back to me after the indie game next week. Get okay. back to me after that game. If they, if they, yeah, if they beat Indianapolis. No, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. complaining. I was just wondering yeah. how you're feeling. All right. All right. So, uh, Todd, you like to be the first. Oh, we like to have Todd do the team. Yeah, yeah, I do. Todd, what do you got? Okay. I would like to take the Baltimore Ravens plus eight and a half. Um, say what you want about the Ravens and the Browns and who knows what these teams are. Cool. But I believe I looked at, I, I looked at the Browns, uh, scoring, and um, if you look at the, the Browns' last, like, six or seven weeks, they can't score. They scored um, 10 against Baltimore, 13 against Detroit, 7 against New England, 41 against Cincinnati. That's an outlier. 10 against Pittsburgh, 17 against Denver, 14 against Arizona. How are you going to win by 8.5 if you can't get the 20 point? So, uh, you know, granted, Baltimore's all banged up and they're messed up, but I think they can keep it within eight and a half. I don't think that should be too much trouble. And then on the other side, I'm going to take, I, I don't believe in the Rams. I agree with everything you said about the Rams, but plus eight and a half, that's still a lot of points. Give me the Rams plus eight and a half. I think they can keep it close against Arizona. I don't believe in Stafford. I think he's got that, 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 that Detroit Lions, like Ojo still in his head. I'm not a Stafford believer, but I do think they can stay within the eight and a half. You're going to lose one so of those they, legs. One of those legs is going down, Todd. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm just trying to keep you guys in it because, you know, you're so far behind. So far. You're next, Mikey. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers plus nine tonight uh, and the Titans minus two and a half. And I'm taking Tennessee and Seattle. Tennessee down. Wait, wait. So don't say it so fast. Mikey's going with, with uh, Steelers, Steelers plus nine. Yeah, and Titans and Titan minus two Titan and a half. Wait, I see. Let me see. Don't start with your bullshit. Don't start with okay, we'll the bullshit. You. No, we'll give it to you, Mikey. Calm <laughs> down, Mikey. Oh, my God. What's wrong with Mikey? He's been watching too much of a certain news program, I think. Titans minus two and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh plus nine for Mikey and Gidley. Tennessee, Tennessee, Seattle for me. Titans minus two and a half. And Seattle uh, minus two and a half. Yeah, Seattle at Houston, Tennessee hosting the Jaguars. All right, final two questions. That end every Megapod. One, of the big favorites, who is the most likely to lose outright? Kansas City, nine and a half point favorites against Los Wait, Vegas. before you get to that, Gil, oh, can we just ask, ask uh, Mr. Schwartz, yes, who's the oh, toughest defensive lineman you ever played against? And if you don't want to answer it because you say, oh, geez, and you're tired of my questions, you can just pass. <laughs> uh, I have, like, a limit about, like, 45 minutes for these things. Um, I, uh... <laughs> I, it's Julius Peppers. Oh. It's the toughest line I ever played. Julius yeah. Peppers. Good answer. But Gil, was that not a good question? I thought that was great a very question. entertaining question. Great question. Jeff has to go. He has to go. Let's move on. Here we go. Big favorite. Oh, but when Mikey stops everything and goes, oh, can I just ask a question, Mr. Musburger? Remember <laughs> that time you and Phyllis George were uh, on the train together and you said that really good uh, I do. I do kind of have to like. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Final, final question of the big favorites. I won't even list them, but we're talking about the big favorites. Who's the one most likely to lose outright, Jeff? Um, this sounds probably pretty silly, but the Chargers, do you trust them as a 10-point favorite ever? Like, I, I know the Giants no. have no one at quarterback, but, like, Mike Mike Williams is out. Derwin James is out, I believe, in this game. Like, COVID Giants is an actually issue. Cover, 
Yeah. Giants cover the spread pretty well at home. Um, I mean, on the road, I should say. I know Daniel Jones is not playing, I don't think, but like, probably the Chargers out of all the teams. I don't trust them at all. Giants hopeful that Mike Glennon can play, so they have to, so they try to avoid the Jake Fromm <laughs> first start yes. ever. Uh, Todd, big favorite, most likely to lose out, right, Todd? Candidates, Chiefs, Chargers, Titans, Seattle, I'm going to go with Denver. the Texans. Well, Texans to pull the absolute, you know, rabbit out of their ass and beat the Seattle Seahawks just because Seattle stinks. Mikey? Broncos. Uh, I am going to go with the Seattle Seahawks also, like Todd. And then the final question, if you had to bet every one of these games on a side, but you got one free pass, one game you wanted no part of, I already mentioned mine is tonight's game between Minnesota and Pittsburgh. Jeff, what would that game be? No, that I just don't want to wager on at all this weekend. This is your question. Um, well, I mean, Atlanta-Carolina feels like a game that no one ever should wager on. If you're wager on that game, I'm sorry for you. Because the Falcons are the, wor are the worst team ever. I had them last week, too. I'm watching them just, you know, they drop a pass in the end zone, right? Like, just to lose the game. The worst team to ever wager on. Who knows what Carolina is doing each week? I have no idea. So, like that it. game, not wager on that game. I like it. Todd, your answer? That's mine, too. I, I will never bet Maddie Ice. And... Um, Giants Chargers. Giants Chargers also. For Jeff Schwartz. Thank you, Jeff. Thank Appreciate you, Jeff. it, man. Thank you. Jeff Schwartz, check Thanks out. Thanks guys. Take care. Take care. You too. Thanks, check out Jeff. the podcast. Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you wherever podcast We'll get you that, that Schwartz guy. We'll get him that Schwartz guy later. For Todd, he's gone. He's, he's gone. He's gone, Todd. He's gone. He had to be out. You clearly I upset know him. He's gone. You, you, you upset him. Todd, uh, Todd Wishnev from his mom's court you, know, you know, Mikey, Mikey Paul, I just want to say one thing about Mike Paul. <laughs> he, he's just a little weasel, isn't he? He just weasels he's in a weasel. on I love, guy's a weasel. I loved Bobby the Brain Heenan growing up. One of my uh, yeah. role models. The weasel. The weasel. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he is a weasel. Man. I happen to like him, but he is a weasel. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, all right. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very kindly. Good luck to everybody. Week 14 picks of the NFL. Thank you for listening to the Megapod. From the D. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.